0: Hello out there to all my Lit Lovers and Word Warriors. I'm your host, K.E. Robinson, and you're kicking it with me in the Author Spot, the hottest spot for the reader in you. If you're an author looking to tell your story or a reader looking for the next great one to dive into, join us at theauthorspot.com for books, reviews, and other great tools. Lit Lovers, Word Warriors, Mongrels and Admirers of Madness, welcome back for the second installment of Therapeutic Thursdays, where we pick up where we left off on the real relationship talk between myself, K.E. Robinson, and the Minister of Madness, C.D. Madbooks, Christian D. Madison.
1: I remember when I started dating, guys would come with the game, but I would tell them, if I can't do it for myself, I'm not going to ask you to do it for me because I need to know that I can take care of myself first. And a lot of them never understood that. And so when you are in a relationship, you do have to take time to be by yourself sometimes. Nowadays, they call it self-care. I know people that have houses that have two master bedrooms because there's the main bedroom and then that other person has another bedroom so that when they don't want to talk to you, be bothered with you, see you, whatever, they can sit in their room and be by themselves. They need a break. It's I might need a bath right now. I don't want to hear you, the phone, nothing else. I just wanna be in the bathroom. Me, a book, preferably one of C D Mad books. Uh <laughs> just something. Or I need time just to let go of the stuff that happened at work today. I don't wanna talk about it. I don't wanna even think about it. Let me just relax, relate, and release. Just let it go before I come in. and Because I don't want to unload all that negativity onto you. I want to be able to come to you and hug on you and love on you and kiss on you and all of that and not have this underlying anger that I'm trying to get rid of. Because you'll find out a woman will ask you what's wrong a hundred times until you actually tell her what is wrong. And if you don't tell her what is wrong, Her asking you is going to start to annoy you and then she's going to be what's wrong. And then you're going to say something and there's going to be a fight. Yeah. So y'all just have to learn just to be together. Like I said, you just have to, to learn how to communicate to people, not just in a relationship, but out of a relationship as well. People are people, true, but you have to learn how to deal with everybody. Do you treat the old lady the same way that you treat a little teenage girl that's trying to cuss you out right now? No. The little teenage girl, you're going to look at her, and if you don't punch her in the face, you're just going to walk away. The older lady, you're just going to say, okay, she's older. She has earned that right to say whatever she want to say, and I'm going to let her get it out, period. You're not just going to go off on everybody If your husband comes to you or your boyfriend comes to you and he's like, hey, I want to talk to you and you feel like something is wrong and he just won't say it. He won't get it out. Just sit there until he says whatever it is. No words have to be spoken. Just sit there. And when he's ready to say something, he'll say something. Women, on the other hand, they'll come in. Oh my God. Can you believe Becky today? She was, oh my God, she was on my nerves. And I kept telling her to get away from me and she wouldn't get away from me. And all he said was, hey, baby, and you came in full force. He didn't ask you how your day was yet. He couldn't even get that out. He just, all he got was, hey, baby, and you just went in. For men, like we were talking earlier, men are visual. So They're going to see you and they're going to they haven't seen you all day. They're going to want to hug on you because you are supposed to be their home, their peace, their relaxation. That's the main thing that you're supposed to be. They don't want to come home and you are talking about Becky every day because he's going to get tired of Becky. He's really going to get tired of Becky to the point where he might actually come to your job and talk to Becky you are supposed to be his solitude his place of of love and acceptance and affection and all of that and if you're constantly talking and bitching and moaning and carrying on and then you want to have sex real quick that's not going to work that's not going to work ever communication your body is not a communicative word you can't communicate your body. If that's all he sees in you, then that's not the right person for you. You need to communicate and get to know each other. Don't just say, oh, he's fine. I'm going to talk to him. And in the beginning, he's going to start out real nice, real sweet, because he wants your body. In one of the poems that I wrote, I say, everyone wants me as a whole, but not as a whole. So you have to think about that. Yeah, they want you. You're real cute. You're half naked in the club. But what is your mind actually doing? Are you thinking? Do you know how to spell? Do you know basic math? mm, Just because, you know, good things, not only do they come to those who wait, but sometimes they come in really pretty packages, And they are dumb as a rock in the street getting run over. They pretty, they real pretty eye candy. Oh my God, they're eye candy. But don't know sun up from sundown. I was reading something on Instagram. No, it was Facebook. This boy had posted hand towels in the bathroom. And I understand not everybody knows what a hand towel is or what it's for. But hand towels are not supposed to be used in a bathroom. Those are the real pretty decorative towels that your mama got up and said, don't touch them. Don't wipe your hands on them. They're just supposed to be there and be pretty. He said, oh my God, my girl really loves me. She got all these towels. She got the big towels and the little towels. And then she got these real pretty towels I'm not supposed to touch. This is just so amazing. And the reaction that he got from being amazed at hand towels was amazing. And she was like, well, I just, Love my man. I just want to treat him nice. I just want him to have nice things. And he was like, Oh, that's just so amazing. Mm, okay. But now you got to step it up because if hand towels amazed him, what are dish rags going to do? There are no longer napkins or paper towels. Now you actually have towels that hang from the stove. Oh, wow. Things that just, mm. and see, you. That cycle, there's that cycle again, because you might go through that cycle and say, God, he was dumb or good God, she was stupid. And then you see somebody else and you get right back into the same thing. And you're like, God, how did I get here? She was so pretty, but she's dumb or he was so fine. And the sex is horrible. Oh my God. And then you get out of that and you jump right in. I remember an old lady said the best way to get out of an old relationship is to get under a new one. You haven't even healed from the first relationship you're in. Now you're trying to jump into something else. And that's most likely going to end up the same way. You're just going to continue the cycle. You're going to be at that bargaining stage. Faster and faster every time, and you won't understand why. You won't understand it. That's why I say being in a relationship is serious. It's not just what they show you on TV, it's not the Huxtables, it's not Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv. It is way more than just what they show you on TV. On TV, they show you the happy stuff, the good stuff. The nice stuff, they don't show you we get into an argument because you're pregnant again. They don't show you he let the toothpaste cap off for the last time and I'm getting ready to go choke him out. They don't show you, oh, he ran a red light and now he's in jail and I got to go bail him out. They don't show you none of that. They show you all the wonderful stuff. We're going to a party. We're going to this Oh, dinner and he's taking me out. Does your man talk to you on a regular basis? Does he tell you how he actually feels? Not just that day, but period. Does he open up to you and say, you know what? Yesterday you said something that was real foul and I just had to hold my tongue until I could process it. I'm ready to process it now and here's how I feel. Can y'all have that discussion? Yes, you can have arguments and disagreements. Nobody is the same you have to get along with the other person. You guys think that, oh, well, I'm supposed to just move right in and we're supposed to live together and be together for 10 years and then eventually we'll get married and, mm mm that ain't it. Because you don't know who you're moving in with. They might be a psychopath. They don't like you walking around with bare feet. They don't like you walking around in house shoes.
0: Or wire hangers.
1: Yes, the wire hangers. I saw that and immediately had no more wire hangers in my house. Mm -mm. I don't like his deodorant. I don't like her perfume. I mean, when you're getting married or getting into a relationship, you're combining two different people from two different ways of life who were raised totally different. You got to just know how to get along. Sit down, read Stages of Love, go through that, talk about it. Then you get therapy for a broken heart, read it, understand it, go through it, and then you get to four. And that's when you just let loose and let love.
0: And if you're confused at all, ladies and gentlemen, I know that Christian might have confused you just now when she said the order of the book, because it's the complete opposite of how she wrote them. But, (laughs) but... That is the order that they go in chronologically. The order she wrote them in, complete opposite. But Stages is the one that comes out next month. It's technically first. Technically. Therapy for a broken heart is second, and that doesn't change much. That's either way. Four is last, though it was first. Either way. Either way. I just wanted to clear that up in case, in case you guys got confused. Yeah. Right, yeah. I saying? wrote
1: them. I wrote all the books. I wrote eight books and then it was like, I started them all, but I didn't finish them all. And therapy was the first one to get completely finished. So I was like, well, let's put this one out. And then four was the next one to get completely finished. And I had to mm-hmm. sit down and think about what I wanted to go into stages because it could change someone's life. So I wanted to make sure and be purposeful about how I put the poems in there and the way that I did them. So even though it is the prequel book, it is the last one that I did so far.
0: And look, I'm picking on her, right? It doesn't really matter what order she wrote them in. I just have to mess with her about it in case you guys got confused. Because I know if you listen to episode 28, you heard about four. You didn't know about therapy. You didn't know about stages Mm -hmm. yet. We talked about four and that there were some other projects that were coming up. And now we hear Mm
1: -hmm. 30
0: and 31 episodes later, we're talking about stages in therapy for a broken heart. Right. So here, 30, 31 episodes down the line, we have the books that come before, four, four.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, chronologically. So I mean, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Try being a writer. If you're judging it, I'm messing with her. But try being a writer and, and just understand. You Sometimes can. you got the last, you got the end of the book before you got the beginning. So it's just, it's, you know, uh-huh. what you're working toward, right? You're just trying to get there. You just, you just, just trying to reach it. Christian, you made a lot of good points here. In what you were saying with getting to know somebody and even before living with them and finding out about them during living with them. And I mean, because it's different.
1: Mm-hmm. It's way
0: different because, you know, we all we all got our comfort spots. Right. With certain things that we do when we live by ourselves, certain things we get used to. And then you add another person in there and it's like, oh, you, you don't think about it. But there, there might be some part of it that gets compromised. And I mean, a different type of compromise when you add somebody else into the mix. Right. You know, you got to just know kind of what you're willing to to give up. And I, I, you know, I know, you know, the Bible, you're not supposed to live with somebody until you're married to them. But, man, that's a heck of a time to find out some of those differences after you've gotten the ring. Right. I I don't know. I Mm. don't know. You know, it sounds a bit risque to me. That sounds more risque than doing. uh, It's arguable, I guess. Very arguable. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, because it's like if you've never had a college roommate. (laughs) yeah yeah that's the beginning of what it's like to live with somebody else yeah it's in your space
0: yeah consistently and constantly
1: yeah or if you ever grew up see i was an only child for a very long time so i didn't have you know anybody else in my space but i had friends that had three and four and five brothers and sisters And they all had to live certain bedrooms and there's always somebody in their space. So they know and understand. But getting with somebody who's who's an only child, you have to learn them and they have to learn you. And that's what relationships are about. Learning each other, compromising, bargaining, all of that. Accepting who they are and knowing that I'm going to love you regardless of who you are. I like some of the stuff that makes you who you are, and so I'm a roll with you. And
0: that's what it's all about finding that person who, I guess, still likes you even after they know whatever you off-putting qualities are, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever those may be. Somebody can deal with it because we all look at things differently. It's like whose stuff can I deal with? Right? Everybody has mm-hmm. stuff, and I think that's what people fail to realize: it. You expect imperfection; that's not likely Cause You know, what is a perfect person? Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) There there are certain qualities. And something I learned all the time, there are certain qualities. When people start putting their perfect person together, there are qualities that do not even match up, that are complete polar opposites. But they like that quality here, but not so much there. And it's like, Mm -hmm. who's going to be that? Who's going to be doing all that morphing to fit these situations for you? So, Mm
1: -hmm. no.
0: You know you you got to pick what you like better and what you can deal with, and that's what you roll with
1: mm-hmm. there that's, are There are the women point. that have they have been told make a list of everything that you want in a man. You can have an entire two three notebooks full of stuff, and the person that you want is not everything that's written down. You might want somebody that's a basketball player tall and thin. And what comes to you is somebody who's six feet tall and chunky, but he loves your bathwater. Everybody just falls in love with who they fall in love with. And you just have to make it work. You can look at some couples like, he's married to her. He's with her. And it's not because of what they look like. It's because of how they treat them and how much they respect them and honor them and appreciate them and tell them on a regular basis. Once you get to that point in a relationship, then you are in a real relationship, even though you might not want to call it that.
0: That's it. No. And then that's it. And some people are actually afraid of that. Right. When they when they run into that, it's scary because it's like, okay, where where does this go wrong? Mm -hmm. Do I want to do I want to chance this going wrong? Right. Or do I want to even invite myself into that, knowing I'm comfortable with that, knowing I like where this is going? Do I want to chance losing again because of what I've lost in the past or what I've done. Mm-hmm. Right. And even that scares them sometimes. If it's too good to be true, if it's whatever, you know, mm-hmm. uh, are you going to change? Where are you going to change? If you haven't changed in these areas where I've seen with others,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where is the change? Where, where is the thing that you're hiding from it? Where is the thing that you're mm-hmm. keeping from me? That's going to eventually push me away. And it may not be anything And because here's the truth. Many people have left somebody that they were attracted to.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: At some point or another, yeah, you probably were attracted to them. That's probably how you got acquainted. And for most people, there's more relationships that you left behind than that you stayed with. Mm-hmm. There's a reason, hopefully, mm-hmm. that you stayed with who you stayed with as opposed to.
1: Yeah, you can't always go looking for the bad in people. Just because you were mistreated in your last relationship, you can't compare that next person to everybody that you've ever been with. You can't assume that that person is just going to do what everybody else did because that's going to put a strain on that relationship. Because now, again, you're tiptoeing around trying to figure out do I do this or do I do that? You can never be in a relationship with somebody and wonder how you're supposed to act. If you can't be yourself when you're with somebody that you are in a relationship with or whatever you want to call it, then you shouldn't be with them. You should always be yourself, your authentic self, not the representative, yourself. And if you can't do that and be comfortable around somebody being you, then you don't need to be there. Let them find somebody that's willing to tiptoe around them.
0: And there's nothing wrong with it. It's not that there's something wrong with you because somebody doesn't want to deal with authentic you. Right. Right. I mean, there's just certain things that don't mix, and not that either of them are bad. It's just that they don't belong together.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You know, so
0: that, I mean, everything's not chocolate syrup and milk, some things are mm-hmm. oil and milk. They both have their purposes, they don't belong together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Simple as that.
1: Yeah.
0: Simple as that. Now, Christian, you've talked to us about the three in whatever order that you decided (laughs) to write them, right? We want to know. You got some other stuff that you're working on. You said eight books. We've talked about three. Yeah, yeah. Next here. I mean, I know we got one coming out, but I I also know that you got some.
1: The next beyond that. The next two books. Um. Not necessarily working on them simultaneously, but the next book that I would like to come out is A Fragmented Mind. And that is all the stuff that I think that I can't say that just wouldn't fit any of the other books. Sometimes it's just random thoughts, sometimes it's just random feelings, but it's all poetry and it's just all just like somebody just blurted something out, just the weird things that you think about sometimes. And then I am coming out with a part two of four. So <laughs> if anybody wanted to know that there was going to be more, yes, there is more in, in the next part of four, there's going to be the situation ship. There's going to be a CEO, uh, the airport, and I'm juggling either the cop or the paramedic. I don't know. So yeah, just, you know, trying to get those formulated and, Putting them down.
0: Emergency responders, beware.
1: <laughs> well, that's, that's the funny thing because they all know what that means. A lot of them, a lot of firefighters and uh, paramedics and EMTs, if you say EMT, they have a, a special word, a special acronym for that. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I
0: precisely.
1: Have, I have a lot of strange friends, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they all—and it's funny because they all ask me, "Can I be in the book? Can I be in the book this time?" No.
0: We're gonna have to do some reference checks on Christian. <laughs> some friends here to see where some of the, some of these uh, motivations yeah are, are coming from. But so, Christian, we we have these books that you're talking about already. That that count that goes up to five for me, right? And so you've done mm-hmm. eight that you said. Yes. Where can they find you if people want to reach out to you to get more erotic madness going on? If they want to reach out to you, if they want to find your books, if they want to find you and talk. Where where could they find you in your work?
1: They can always find me at C D mad books. That's C D M A D D B-O-O-K-S. That's on Instagram. That's on Linktree. That's on LinkedIn. It's on Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook. And you can find my books on Amazon under Christian D. Madison. Or you can find them on Outskirts Press. Or you can find them on Smashwords.com.
0: Absolutely. Now, you've been dropping the relationship jewels all this episode, right? Now, there's anything else, whether it's relationship wise, whether it's in relation to anything else that you would like to share with the people, readers, authors, reviewers, whoever that's out there listening, what would that be?
1: Stay encouraged and be intentional about the way you do things. Whether that's a relationship, whether that's work, make sure that your yeses are yeses and your noes are noes because how you treat yourself is how others will treat you.
0: Absolutely. And somebody said something the other day about if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. I'm still trying to figure that out. I, I didn't want to ask too many questions about the context. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my place, but... <laughs> It's almost it's almost like that now. Christian, I wanna thank you once again for coming on for this episode, the one we did before it, fifty-eight and fifty-nine that we have here. Really appreciate I think a lot of people were able to, you know, could probably relate to these. I mean everybody's had relationships. Everybody should be able to relate. Right. In fragmented coming out the uh, second chapter of four. In the books that you have beyond that, we hope to see you again down the line and come talk to us a little bit more about some of those. So, uh, Lit Lover's World Warriors, this has been another Hotspot episode. We thank you, Christian Madison, once again for coming on. Author Spot, you just wait and see who we put on the spot next time. If you're an author looking to tell your story or a reader looking for the next great one to dive into, join us at theauthorspot.com for books, reviews, and other great tools.